Wake up! I need you to be focused. Don't let anyone tell you that shit. I sound, I sound like a massive prick. So if you get made fun of, you get made fun of. Who cares? But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Speed, passion, attitude, reliability, knowledge. Welcome to Lobau's Spark. The power of ADHD. Who is this person who speaks to me as though I needed his advice? Last night he's swimming in Jack Daniels, and now he can lead Todd Billings in a single bound. This person would be your host, and yours truly, Lobau. Hello there again, and welcome to episode three of Lobau Spark, The Power of ADHD. Again, you know the drill. I am not a psychiatrist that specializes in ADHD, nor am I qualified to tell you why I feel ADHD is so powerful. I am simply going to tell you why I believe it is, so I hope you can accept that. Today's episode will center around ADHD attitude, and I'm really excited about this because I feel like there's a a huge misconception about the type of attitude people with ADHD possess. Most of the time, what others see when ADHD people are involved with the attitude element of Spark is they see rudeness and they see condescending behavior and etc. I I can't disagree with that because that does happen. Forgive the captain. He is a good soldier, but a bit short on manners. But if you understand the reasons why we can sometimes be like that, I think that'll really help. Anyways, last time, in episode two, we talked about the power of passion in ADHD, right? How it is used to help us speed back up when we get tired throughout the course of a day, project, or really anything of real importance. We also talked about how the person with ADHD has more raw and unmoderated emotion than most other people, and why that's kind of why others are drawn to them. They're real. Passion is the true fuel that drives us and is the source of our persistence and willpower. But again, our emotions, when they are so high like that, especially when we have started to attack something we truly care about, eventually there will be a potential for us to burn out. And this is actually studied heavily by those that follow ADHD, like the doctors and you know anybody really that is invested in learning about ADHD, will read article after article about how ADHD people cannot finish a task, or they start great, but then they fizzle out, or it's just the way that it is. And statistics do show that, and it is a true thing. It shows that finishing a task for people with ADHD is extremely difficult and rarely happens. But as always, with Lobal Spark, there is a way to jumpstart your heart back to life in order for you to see whatever it is you're doing through to the end. There is a way to regain your passion and regain it quickly. And we know that with ADHD people, we have no other choice but to address things immediately, or it will not get done. Most of the time, however, so long as it is vitally important, we will address it that second. So speaking specifically to ADHD people right now, Would you sense even the slightest bit of a burnout? I would advise you to use a steadfast, 
no bullshit attitude to instantly jolt your passion back to life. ADHD people have a naturally instinctive way that they do this, even if some of us don't even recognize we're doing it. The attitude element of Spark is essential because attitude is used as basically the ADHD governor. Our attitude regulates things and keeps us somewhat in check, if that's even possible. Attitude is the law that we must abide by if there is to be any chance for us to continue the life of Superman. We use our attitude to defend our passion. Our attitude is used as a shield to guard and protect our emotions. Raise your shield. Sire. Raise your shield as high as you can. And this is not just true for ADHD people. I believe this to be true kind of across the board. But as is tradition, ADHD attitudes are stronger and more aggressive than most, which is why they will always draw more attention to them from others. People notice it more because we show everything more easily. We talked about that before. But it's because we don't have a choice of whether we show it or not. We're going to show it. Now, in terms of attitude being a superhuman strength in ADHD, it is not the attitude that we have that is a massive advantage. It is how we use our attitude to flip the tables on what the rest of the world believes about ADHD. We use this attitude to, on the surface, almost force people around us to see how focused we are. And since everything we do is noticed, when other people see us focused, we have already shown that what people think about ADHD is just not accurate. How many times have you heard, God, I wish he would just be more focused. You need to be more focused. If you could just focus on this for five minutes. Isn't this interesting? Very interesting. Because I thought the whole concept of ADHD centered around us having a lack of focus. As a matter of fact, focusing is a power of ADHD. Some people label it as hyper-focusing, but I don't like to label, label it like that at all. I like to call it intense focus. Now, what you don't like, you don't like the fact that we might not be focusing on what you want us to focus on. Why do you always get that wrong? Because it's not important for me to get it right. But when we are consumed by something, our attitude reflects the extreme power of our brains to focus more than anyone else could ever hope to. So when our passion on something or someone starts to fade, our attitude is used to kick our passion in the ass and remind our hearts why we are so passionate. But how? H how does this work? Well, in my experience, a quick way to grab an attitude that you need is to exercise and exercise immediately. Everyone, of course, knows the benefits of exercising, but for ADHD, physical exertion is not a choice. It is a must for us to maintain our advantage. And don't get me wrong, this cannot be a simple workout. You must push yourself to your breaking point physically in order for this to work. Every time you are starting to burn out on something or someone, get out and train your body physically. 
This will shape the attitude that you need moving forward. Here with our problems. Uh, I think that I am familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you on the ass. This will allow you to put blinders on and to keep all of those things of no importance out and keep all of the things of real importance in. Which leads me to the example and squirrel moment of today. <laughs> Years ago, one of my neighbors had a, uh, an oak tree fall from his yard onto our property. Since I live out in the country, and that's just another side note, love living in the country, a lot of space, do not like the city at all, but that's just another squirrel moment within this squirrel moment. <laughs> Since I live out in the country, there's not much of a gym uh, to go to, and even if there was, I probably wouldn't go anyways. However, this oak tree, this fallen oak tree presented a very unique and challenging way for me to get some exercise in order to shape my attitude. Turn this tree into firewood. So I immediately went to the store and bought an axe. I was going to turn this tree into firewood if it took me forever. The first swing I took was nearly eight years ago. And I remember the way it felt. I remember the sound of the wood starting to break and the wood chips flying all around me. I was, I was hooked on this. I mean, I was absolutely hooked. I made that decision right then and there that I would use chopping firewood to build my strength physically. What I've learned throughout years of doing this is that no two logs are the same. So your technique and the way you swing has to adapt for each type of log you are chopping just as your attitude has to adapt for each type of spark you create in your life if it is to have any chance of starting a fire. Any chance at all. And I'm not telling you what kind of attitude you should have. That's up to you. Some people say, just be positive. Have a good attitude. Well, what the hell does a good attitude mean? I mean, how do, what does that even mean? So in terms of the exercise portion of this, it's got to be physically brutal. Each day chopping firewood presents a new challenge. And I still do this almost every day, eight years later. And sometimes, sometimes to be completely honest with you, the need to chop firewood is an emergency in order to grab the mental attitude I need to jumpstart my heart back to life. After I'm finished with this physical brutality, my attitude becomes intensely focused on what matters, and my tunnel vision kicks in at a rate that most people could not understand. And speaking of not understanding the ADHD attitude, a fallen tree turns into a great way to exercise? You gotta be kidding me. Madness. This is Sparta! But this is what ADHD does. This is classic ADHD creativity. Not only does chopping firewood keep me in great shape, but it has now turned into a profitable hobby. So while 90% of the world pays a monthly gym membership or buys workout equipment for their homes, etc., I bought a $50 axe and have made a relatively decent amount of money swinging away at fallen trees. This is what ADHD power does. A fallen oak tree equals paid to exercise.
I bet you didn't see that coming. Tamed life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but, uh, well, there it is. There it is. So all the benefits of exercise I'm getting, and yet I'm getting paid for those benefits, when usually you pay someone to get those benefits, or you pay a gym, or you pay a company to get those benefits. You hire a trainer, whatever. Nope. ADHD flips the roles. I'm doing what's great for me, and then I figure out a way to get paid for it too. One of, one of my dearest and close friends told me one time, you're the only person that can turn therapy profitable for you. Your therapy actually earns money, <laughs> which I thought was pretty accurate and hysterical. When you are able to find whatever it is physically that shapes your attitude where it needs to be, you are going to be focused and when you are in this intense focus element of attitude, when you are using your attitude the way it should be used, and it is giving you that mentality that only Superman has, others are going to see this and form the opinion that you are standoffish or that you are a jerk and all that crap. Do not listen to them. And you probably won't anyways, because when you're in this element, you have the blinders on. You can see nothing else but what you are focused on. What is happening right now is that our intense focus shows itself in such a raw and real way, it becomes intimidating for other people. Other people will think we don't care about them as we walk past them without even acknowledging their existence as we keep our eyes straight ahead towards that goal. But again, isn't focusing supposed to be what we can't do? But isn't focusing something that you wanted us to do? Isn't taking medication and going through behavioral therapy meant to help us, quote, focus? So now we are too focused? Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Or is it possible that when we have trained our body to be physically strong, our mental focus is sharper than yours? It is more intense than yours. We have the focus of Superman in us, and we can bring it out through our attitude, which is shaped by our physical toughness. The endorphins released during this extreme exercise will produce your superhuman ability to block everything negative out and to intensely focus on what you must do immediately. Have tunnel vision. Put on the blinders if you're sensing a burnout. This element lies right in the middle of spark. It is the center element and it will make or break your spark's ability to start a fire. So do not be concerned if others find you offensive when you don't talk to them or because your attitude is so focused on saving your heart's passion. Because that's more important. Saving your heart is more important. I'll lose heart. I don't want to lose heart! I want to believe as he does. Because eventually, these people will desire to have the attitude you have because it produces the best and highest level of results. They will understand later 
why your attitude must force you not to acknowledge the little things that don't matter. So don't be worried about what they think about you now. Because they're going to come around when you produce the results that are better than theirs. When you are involved with the attitude element of Spark, you are rescuing your heart. And in this rescue mission, your ability to save your heart will then immediately help others save theirs. Attitude jumpstarts your passion. And then you use your passion to maintain your speed. So at this time, your spark is still lit. You are producing better results than most because you are producing them with more heart than most. And you are doing it faster than anyone else is doing it. You are intensely more focused, which enables you to have more heart, which in turn keeps you faster. So what exactly is more powerful than this? If your heart isn't in it, use your attitude to rescue it.